I'd see him sitting on that couch all day long, just staring at that Hollywood hogwash. Our favorite show was Hollywood Hogwash. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hollywood Hogwash. I'm Andrew Pisano along with... Josh Reese. What's up, fellas? How's it going? How is it going in the Hollywood hogwash nation? <laughs> oh, God. Is it nation did or you just, universe? Did you just coined that? No, like, not another universe. Not another universe? Okay, it's the Hollywood hogwash nation, the HHN. <laughs> Here on the HHN, it's Josh and Andrew. Ready How long to- did it take you to think of that? Just right now. Man, really? I am I am amazing when it comes to the quick wit. Quick wit is right? Josh is what they call me. Yeah? Yeah. Hey, we got a couple of good shows to review this week. Yeah, it was nice. It was no South Park, that's for sure. Well, I watched South Park, and Andrew like we like, said last worry week, about it. yeah, like like we said last week, if it's not, if it's just going to be like a eh episode, then it's not really worth talking about. They just went with one joke the entire episode again. Yeah, they beat the dead horse, and you know, you didn't watch it. Yeah, it's really not worth watching. I mean, I love South Park, but they've just they've fallen into like a formula mm-hmm. where it's just this lazy thing where they just come up with one joke and they repeat the joke over and over and over the entire episode. Well, uh, to their credit, I think that's how they're able to turn episodes around so quickly. Sure. But it doesn't mean the episodes are very good. But look, it's been 25 years. No show should go on for that long. The Simpsons are in the 30s in terms of uh, how many seasons they've had. Mm -hmm. And the Simpsons haven't been good in like over 15 years. Like probably closer to 20 years the Simpsons haven't been good. Right. But the Simpsons also don't make any like uh, TV movie specials either. Right. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing is that, you know, we said it before. Those post-COVID specials that came out in November and December were fantastic, like A+. They probably had a lot more time to work on them, too. I guess so. I guess that's it. But these, you know, these first two episodes of the new season are like C's. They're just like, meh, I'll never watch this episode again. It's not a classic, you know. It's not one that you're going to remember forever. No, not at all. And, And we're still doing like the Randy Weed Farm. It's like, come on. We're done with this. Enough with the weed jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like at, at first, it was the, it was the best. Like the the episode where Randy microwaves his testicles so that he can get weed. Have you seen that one? <laughs> he was where he was carrying his uh, testicles around in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> yes, yes. I like that is one of the best <laughs> yes, episodes. You remember that? Although it's fantastic. I have a hard time remembering last week's episode. So it just goes to show you, right. So, yeah, unless there's a I'll still watch South Park probably every week. And if there's one really mentioning if there's if one of those ends up being really good, then I'll bring it up. But probably not. It's probably not going to happen. Sounds good to me. So we're going to review the season finale of Book of Boba Fett and episode seven of Peacemaker. But not yet. Don't worry. That's later. Right. You know. So in case you haven't seen those episodes, you can still listen to the first half of the podcast. And then go back later and listen to the rest. Exactly. So let's start it off with all the Hollywood hogwash. And uh, really the big thing is the Oscar nominations came out. Drumroll. And I don't know any of these movies for the most part. (laughs) Uh, This might be a little uneventful or just anticlimactic, but like... 
a lot of these, and maybe it's also because of COVID. Wait, you mean you're telling me you've never heard of being the Ricardos? No. The power of the dog. Uh uh-uh. uh. The tragedy well, of Macbeth? I mean, you read it. This is. That. So we'll, we'll go through it real quick. First, we have actor in a leading role, the nominations. Javier Bardem being the Ricardos. That's. Now, I know what that is. That's about. Um, I don't. Hold on. That is about Lucy Ball and Ricky Ricardo's marriage. Yeah, he probably would play a pretty good uh, Ricky Ricardo. Javier Bardem? Javier Bardem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I didn't see that. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog. I don't know what that is. Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom. Don't know what that is. Uh, Will Smith. Not Spider-Man. No, (laughs) no, certainly not. Uh, Will Smith for King Richard. Now, that is about the Williams sisters. He oh, plays their father right. and how he trained them to become that's tennis right. stars. I'm actually interested in seeing that. Um, I just haven't yeah. seen it yet. Uh, Denzel Washington, The Tragedy of Macbeth. Mm-hmm. Is that just another Macbeth movie? I, I mean, I guess. How many of those do we need? I mean, Denzel Washington hasn't played played one, so I mean, we had needed this one, I guess. Yeah. I I haven't seen any of these movies, but if I had to guess, uh, I would say, I mean, Denzel Washington, they, you know, he's great. I could definitely see him winning. Um, Javier Bardem, did he win for No Country for Old Men? He had to have. Mm. But that was supporting actor. But I would right. think he did. So, but all these are great actors, so any of them could win. Uh, actor in a supporting role, we have... Sierra Hins? Is that how you pronounce it? Well, certainly you wouldn't know. Sure, sure. Uh, or Kieran Hins in Belfast. Heinz? No. Hins? I, I, th- I don't know. Whatever. Depends where they're from. Troy Coatser and Coda. Jesse Plemons, The Power of the Dog. J.K. Simmons being the Ricardos. I wonder where Jake, who J.K. Simmons played. Maybe like a TV producer? Also not in Spider-Man. What do you, well, he was in Spider-Man. Yeah. I know, I'm just saying. I mean, also not, not a Spider-Man well, of movie. Of course. <laughs> I'm just saying they have all these Spider-Man actors. And then Cody <laughs> Smith-McPhee for The Power of the Dog. But yeah, I don't even know these people, most of these people. What the fuck was The Power of the Dog? I don't know. A Western? A Western. Interesting. For, from Netflix? A Netflix movie, wow. A 2001 Western psychological drama? Weird. You just say 2001, you mean 2021. <laughs> 2021. 2021. Uh, Actress in a leading role, Jessica Chastain. I do know her. The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Don't know that movie. Mm -mm. Olivia Colman, The Lost Daughter. Nope. Penelope Cruz, Parallel Mothers. Nope. Nicole Kidman being the Ricardos. Don't know who she played. She must have been Lucille Ball. Was she? Wouldn't she be the... That wouldn't be supporting actress. No, this is leading role. Oh, this is leading role. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Christian Stewart and Spencer, again, Never don't know. Actress in a supporting role, Jesse Buckley, The Lost Daughter, Ariana DeBose, West Side Story. Uh, Judy- I actually did want to see that, but I haven't seen that yet. No, I have no interest in that. No? I no. just want to see it because it's Steven Spielberg. I mean, I imagine it must be a pretty interesting depiction of West Side Story. It's just a musical. But with Steven Spielberg. Okay. Who cares? And you, you don't I mean, even know how to pronounce slightly. his name. Uh, Judy Dench, Belfast, Kristen Stewart, Power of the Dog, or Kristen Stewart, Kristen Dunst, <laughs> or Kirsten Dunst. I got gotcha. you. 
And then I don't even know. I'm not even going to try to pronounce this last. I'll, I'll get you here. Uh, Jumanji Ellis in no. King Richard. No. Uh, Anja, Anja, yeah, okay. Uh, for King Richard, yeah. Uh, on, on, yeah. I don't care about animated feature film. Well, I mean, these are some good ones. I mean, uh, Encanto. What's that? Flea, Luca, uh, The Mitchells versus the Machines. Never heard of them. I mean, I heard at oh, least. Oh, Ryan the Last Dragon. Winner. I heard I did see that one. Two. I did see it. I did not see that. Um, I took my son, Leo. I think, I, I don't know if I told this story in the podcast, but I, I think it was before this podcast was out, but I took Leo. I just wanted to take him to the movies. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, there's a Disney movie out, Ryan the Last Dragon. It's probably some stupid Disney movie and whatever. And then, like, uh, at the end of the movie, I'm, like, crying. I'm like, oh. But, no, it ended up being, like, really good. I mean, for a kid's Disney movie, you know? Well, the Disney That's the only one I recognize. I mean, I recognize a couple of them. I, I don't know Flea or the Mitchells versus the Machines, but, yeah. you know. Uh, cinematography, Dune... You did um, say that one was beautifully shot. It was. So I could definitely see that winning. Um, Nightmare Alley, don't know. Power of the Dog, Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. Don't care about costume design. Directing, uh, Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. Uh, the, I'm just trying to get on a Hamaguchi. Ryusuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car. Sure. Licorice Pizza, Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh, uh, Jane Campion, Power of the Dog, and Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. I've heard of him. Uh, Film editing. Nominees, Hank Corwin for Don't Look Up. Oh, my God. Joe Walker for Dune. Pamela Martin for King Richard. Uh, Peter something for Power the Dog, and then two people for Tick, Tick, Boom. I think there's only one other I wanted to mention. Oh, Ma- makeup well, and hairstyle, right? No, no, no. no. Uh, obvi- obviously, uh, Gucci, the House of Gucci might win that one. <laughs> Is that nominated? Uh, yes. It's probably the only one it's nominated uh, for. Along with Coming to America, Cruel, Cruella Dunn, and the Eyes of Tammy Faye. Yeah, whatever. House of Gucci. Yeah. yeah. All right, Best Picture. They nominated 10 films again. Okay. They do this every once in a while, especially when the ratings are bad because they've been bad. And I don't and we don't even know if they're gonna have a host, but Belfast, Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, West Side Story, and Don't Look Up. Huh? <laughs> what? If don't What's... look if Don't Look Up was not a far left movie oh it would not have been it would not have been nominated this was this was a oh you were making fun of donald trump of course you're gonna get nominated right this movie was trash how the fuck did this movie get nominated i just told you how it got and spider-man wasn't exactly this makes no sense jimmy kimmel said that he was like spider-man was better than don't look up yes (laughs) yes there are a lot of movies better than don't look up I mean, The Kingsman might have been better than Don't Look Up. Jesus. I mean, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. No. But, but I mean, it's, it was it's just interesting how it's like, no, 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 not superhero movies. No, not a superhero movie. But a really, really dumb comedy that just makes fun of Donald Trump the whole time where Meryl Streep has a, a, a lower back tattoo and... <laughs> 
Like, this was a really... Like, why didn't Idiocracy get nominated, you know, uh, 15 years ago? Because that was actually good. That was actually really good. Probably would now. Yeah, no. Don't look up. That's ridiculous. That's got to be the biggest stretch in uh, Oscars nomination history. Yeah. And the only nomination Spider-Man No Way Home got, I think, was for visual effects. Best catering? Oh, visual effects? Um, we have Dune, Free Guy, No Time to Die, Shang-Chi, and Spider-Man No Way Home. Now, fans pointed out that Eternals is not nominated for visual effects, and it probably should have won for visual effects. Like, whether you, whether or not you think Eternals was a good movie, it had the best CGI out of any of these movies. Like, there's no debating that. Yeah. Like, the CGI was, on, was, was like, awesome. And even Spider-Man, I mean, like, there's uh, none of these movies compare to yeah. to Eternals in terms of visual effects. So what you're saying is I'm not really looking forward to the Oscars. No. Not really looking no. forward to No. I mean, unless they announce a host that's someone I really like. but Ricky Gervais? I mean, yeah. <laughs> they're not going to do Ricky Gervais. <laughs> they haven't had a host since 2018. Seriously. And then 2019 was supposed to be Kevin Hart, but then he got canceled. Right. So, like, yeah, they might they might not do one, but I don't know if it's even worth bringing up the Oscars anymore. But now that we're done with that, we will... Well, the Razzie nominations came out as well. It's Let me guess. Don't look up. Had to have been nominated for something, right? I don't think so. No. No. Oh, no. Jesus. Um. All right. So, worst picture for the 42nd annual Razzie Awards... The nominations are Diana the Musical, which was... I don't remember that. Uh, it's on Netflix. I, well, I looked up these trailers because I wanted to know what these are. Obviously, it's about Princess Diana. Okay. It was, it's, uh, it was on Netflix. It's basically just a play that they filmed, and it, it does look terrible. I mean, it really does. Uh, Infinite, which is... It was a Paramount Plus movie with Mark Wahlberg, like an action movie. And I watched the trailer, and I was like, well, the action looks really good. So I don't know. I guess I guess it must really suck for them to have nominated it, though. Interesting. Then there's Karen, which is a BET original film about a white woman trying to get her black neighbors uh, like to leave their neighborhood. This sounds like something we should review. You. This sounds amazing. You have to watch the trailer for this. It is the worst acting, the worst writing. I mean, the woman that plays the Karen is so fucking bad. It's horrendous acting. Like, I, uh, oh, I can't. This has to win. It has to win. Uh, can we review this one? <laughs> if it wins? I, I don't even know. If, it, it's so bad. We could watch the trailer, but I would think that would win. Um, then we have Space Jam 2. It probably should win something. <laughs> And then we have The Woman in the Window, which is a, it's basically like a rear window spinoff or, you know, remake. Mm -hmm. And it's with Amy Adams. So, yeah, I saw the trailer. It's just like your average horror movie, I guess. But I guess it was terrible. I kind of like that LeBron James was nominated for a Razzie. I hope he might be there to accept it. Worst actor. Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, they don't do that. Nah, that'd be uh, Scott East. Okay, worst actor. We have LeBron James nominated. We mm-hmm. have Scott Eastwood in Dangerous. Uh, 
someone who played Prince Charles in Diana the Musical, uh, Ben Platt for Dear Evan Hansen, and Mark Wahlberg for Infinite. That movie must really suck. Wow. And then worst <laughs> actress, Amy Adams for The Women in the Window, uh, Gianna De Wall for Diana the Musical, Megan Fox for Midnight in the Switchgrass. Yeah, she's never she's never been good. Inter- she is hot though. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Taryn Manning for Karen. That must be the st- that must be the one who plays Karen. I mean, she's so bad, and she has to win this award too. Mm. And then Ruby Rose in Vanquish. I like Ruby Rose, but um, yeah. Taryn Manning, huh? As How do they Karen. watch these movies? I mean, like that's what I want to know. And yeah, I would love Kingsman. To know the, the Kingsman should be in worst picture, and so should Wonder Woman. Well, the the uh, Rapunzel, not Rapunzel. Uh, fuck, what was his name? The uh, the Russian guy. He should definitely win worst actor for sure. What? In oh, Kingsman. in Kingsman. Yeah, oh, God. Give give me your child. Let me have your boy. I think your son wants to fuck me. <laughs> and then worst supporting actress, Amy Adams, nominated again for Dear Evan Hansen. A double nomination. She was busy this year. Yeah, I'm not going to read these names if it's not notable. But worst supporting actor, we have Ben Affleck in The Last Duel, which was a Ridley Scott movie that did extremely poorly in theaters, like all of his movies did this past year. mm -hmm. Fucking millennials. Uh, Nick Cannon in The Misfits. I don't even want to know what that is. Nick Cannon. Does not sound good. Mel Gibson, Dangerous. Mel Gibson was playing movies last year? I didn't even realize that. Well... Who knows what streaming service Mel Gibson's movie, if any, it was on. Probably like Fox Nation, like straight to Fox Nation. <laughs> uh, Gareth Keegan. Don't know what that is. Oh, for Diana the Musical. And then here it is. Jared Leto, House of Gucci. There's your winner. Mm-hmm. You know what I did notice about the, the Razzie Awards um, so Br- Braun, which is the uh, the movie company of, that LeBron James made, uh, two of he his named movies, it Braun. Braun. Wow. Two of his movies are on this list: What's House of Gucci one? and Space Jam. He produced House of Gucci. Yeah, he must have been a small part. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm sure it was a lot of production companies, but I doubt Braun was the main one. Distributed. Braun Creative. Right, but it's not the main one. Like, there's a bunch right. of production companies. But one of them. He named his production company Braun. Wow. That's... Oh, maybe it was. Maybe it's not him. Interesting. I could have swore this was LeBron James. Because it was Braun? Because it was Braun. Jesus, Josh. I feel terrible. Now. That's a very Josh thing of you to do. I feel terrible. I feel terrible. But it's the same person that did that did Space Jam. I thought it was put two and two together. I mean, well, yeah, well, like you do, you put two and two together, and, and you get five. I did. That's a Josh. That's a total Josh thing. I did. And then here's a new category: worst performance by Bruce Willis in a uh, 2021 movie. He had he was in eight movies. What? Yeah. In 2021. Yes. Eight how, movies. How did we not see any? I've of them? heard of none of these movies. American <laughs> Siege, Apex, Co- uh, Cosmic Sin, Deadlock, Fortress, Midnight in the Switchgrass, Out of Death, Survive the Game. Again, now that there's a million streaming services and all these movies can come out, that you never even heard of them. Blows my mind. 
How the fuck was he in so many movies that we knew none about? Like, none of these are in theaters. Like, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Then there's worst on-screen couple. This one's kind of weird. LeBron James and any Warner cartoon character. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's all a joke. That's actually pretty Uh, And then Diana the Musical, any klutzy cast member and any lamely lyricized uh, musical number. (laughs) Um, I love how this list is put together. Jared Leto and either his 17-pound latex face, his geeky clothes, or his ridiculous accents. Right. Uh, Ben Platt and any other character who acts like Platt, singing 24-7. Tom and Jerry in the Tom and Jerry movie. (laughs) (laughs) They've been playing a couple for a long time. Jesus. Finally couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Uh, worst remake, ripoff, or sequel. Karen, inadvertent remake of Cruella DeVille. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Space Jam, A New Legacy. Tom and Jerry. Twist, rap remake of Oliver Twist. I don't even get made That must be a joke. No, they made a rap remake of Oliver Twist? Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. Okay. That sounds amazingly bad. The woman in the window rip off of rear window. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Worst director, Christopher Ashley for Diana the Musical. Ah, whatever. Who cares? Coke Daniels? Oh, for Karen. Yeah, Yeah, that's funny. This list Um, is actually pretty fucking amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's then we have worst screenplay, but it's basically all those movies already mentioned. So it's pretty funny. Good stuff. I like the, the. Worst screen couple. I love that LeBron James in any dis, uh, any uh, Warner <laughs> any Warner character. character. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So there you go. There's your Oscar and amazing Razzie nominations. The Razzies were were much better, obviously. Yeah. Much more accurate. Just they left off Kingsman. They should have. Maybe they just skipped it. I mean, who, we don't even know how many people put the Razzies together. There's no way they could watch every movie. Kingsman and Don't Look Up definitely sh- Don't Look Up should get some love. I yeah. mean, the the on-screen love between um, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and his wife was pretty fucking weird. And Kate Blanchett. And Kate Blanchett. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. All right, moving on. The official trailer for Jurassic World Dominion was released last week. And the last Jurassic Jurassic World, right? The last one? Well, for now. Oh, right. Until they team up with Fast and Furious. I got exactly. It. Yeah. All right. I got it. But the original cast is back. We have Jeff Goldblum, Laura Dern, and Sam Neill. So that's cool that they're back. Okay. And did you watch the trailer? I haven't yet. I want There's to. a shot in the trailer. So I did not... I still need to see the last movie. I skipped it because it looked terrible. Okay. Did you watch it? Was this the one where they were trying to sell uh, the uh, dinosaurs well, on the black market? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I saw it. Terrible. And at the end, they let all the dinosaurs roam free. Terrible. Like, go roam free the earth. Right. What? <laughs> In the middle of, I think it was like Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. So there's a shot in the trailer of Bryce Dallas Howard running from a raptor. And she's like on the, she's on top of a building running. And then she jumps from one building to another. And I'm like, when did she become a superhero? She became Neo in the Matrix? Yes. Yes. (laughs) When did she become this parkour person? In the first movie, she was like the fucking person that ran the park. 
And now she's jumping rooftops. Well, she doesn't have any fear anymore, Andrew. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, once you get chased by dinosaurs, you you have nothing left to lose. I mean, if if Jeff Goldblum's in a lot of it, I'm I'm in. You know, obviously Chris Pratt's still in it. Sure. It looks fun, but they they really haven't made a good Jurassic Park movie since the first one. Yeah. Like very true. The second one was even like bad. Jurassic World was fun, but it was stupid. Right. It was very stupid. But like it's it's fun to watch, especially like, you know, my, my kids liked it and everything like that, but it's stupid. The only good Jurassic Park movie they've ever made is the first one. First one, yeah. And then uh the Hollywood Reporter revealed that Russell Crowe has joined the cast of Sony Pictures Spider Man spin off movie Craven the Hunter. And I'm not okay. a big fan of Russell Crowe, but um, we know that Aaron Taylor Johnson will star as Craven, so maybe Russell Crowe will play the antagonist. I would imagine some type of uh, Australian bad guy. Well, yeah, and that's that's what that's who Craven is anyway, right? But I just don't understand these Spider-Man spinoff movies because they're all villains. But <laughs> but then the movie comes out and they're not villains, right? Like Venom. Okay, I get it. In other comics, he was a lethal protector. He turned good. Fine. I could. That's okay. Then we have Morbius. That's a villain. And then it looks like he becomes a good guy. Mm-hmm. And now we have Craven. Is he going to be a good guy? Like, uh, He's a hunter with the heart of gold. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, every Spider-Man villain is kind of... Like, most of the Spider-Man villains are kind of back and forth. But it's just weird that you do Spider-Man movies without Spider-Man. Yeah, that like, is that is weird. I mean, like, oh, well, they did it. a Joker movie without Batman, technically. <laughs> yeah, but everyone—it's the Joker. Yeah, it's not Craven. <laughs> oh, I I got gotcha. you. It's not like we're doing like Kite Man the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, Sony has done shit movies lately with these. The Venom movies were terrible. Yeah. So, I don't have a lot of faith here. Not looking forward to it is what you're saying. Yeah. And then one of our fans sent us this rumor. Um, it's very interesting. I don't, it seems hard to believe. I don't see it happening. But hmm. according to Daniel Richman, he's some movie insider. He's on Twitter. He has, has a lot of followers. I don't know how legit he is. Okay. When we started this podcast, I realized that movie insiders and dirt sheet wrestling reporters are uh, one and the, the same. same. About the same. <laughs> They just make up so much shit. I mean, remember all the rumors about Spider-Man No Way Home? Who was all going to be in it? Yeah. Wolverine. <laughs> Tom Cruise. It was ridiculous. And now all those people are going to be in Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah. They just got moved over. Right. If they're not in Doctor Strange, maybe they'll be in Craven. <laughs> Craven. <laughs> so according to this guy, Sony is developing a film where the three Spider-Men will face Null, the, gall- the god of symbiotes. And if true... We would see Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey Maguire battle an army of symbiotes, including Venom and Carnage. This sounds far-fetched. I agree. Here's the other thing. Listen, I'd be down for it. Sony is yet to, like, yes, Sony owns Spider-Man's movie rights, but Marvel's the one that's been making the Tom Holland movies. Sony just gets a piece of it. I don't think they're going to make a movie with Tom Holland that's a Sony movie. Plus, I actually would be interested in this movie if Marvel made it. But I don't want to see Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey Maguire fight the Tom Hardy Venom 
And certainly the Woody Harrelson carnage. Oh, God, no. It was so awful. Right. And I'm not blaming Tom Hardy or Woody Harrelson because they're two of the best actors ever. But they fucked it up royally. It doesn't sound very compelling. It sounds like too many many things going on in that And why would would Tom Hardy's Venom fuck be evil all this like doesn't make any sense yeah so i would be down if marvel did this and they recast eddie brock and karn and and cletus cast well i mean that could be happening remember at the end of spider-man you know well yes but they might not even bother bring in like an eddie brock it might just be spider-man that's it no we'll see though obviously that's a ways away ways away um Oh, Disney announced that Obi-Wan Kenobi will premiere on Disney Plus on May 25th. And according to reports, Darth Vader will be the main antagonist and will be out for blood. And Hayden Christensen. Okay. Hayden Christensen will also be in the show um, as Anakin Skywalker. So I imagine that would be flashback scenes. Probably, yeah. Because what's the point of putting him in the Darth Vader costume? Because he doesn't see, you don't see him. Agreed. And it's James old, it's James Earl Jones's voice, so there's no <laughs> point to put him in the costume. Yeah. So I imagine Anakin will be there in flashback scenes. Maybe Hayden Christensen wanted to come back to like try to redeem his character now that George Lucas isn't in charge anymore. Maybe. Yeah. Because every they all know how bad those movies were. Well, I mean, they made Anakin a little bitch. A little bitch is Darth Vader. After after seeing Mandalorian, yeah, and after seeing Book of Boba Fett, I mean, people have got to be, you know, like, hey, I think it's time for my character to get some shine now. Yeah, you know? and there's so many characters in the Star Wars universe too. Of course, you yeah. know, and seeing a good Obi Wan uh, TV series, it sounds pretty interesting, right up my alley. Well, that's they should just stick with with Disney Plus series for Star Wars from now on because we know they those movies, man. Those yeah. last three Star Wars movies yeah. were fucking brutal. Yeah, they're doing, now, they're doing pretty well with this Rogue series. One was awesome, but the three main Star Wars sequels were fucking terrible. Well, because they were sequels. Rogue One was pretty standalone. <laughs> Rogue One was its own thing, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, the final season of Better Call Saul finally has a premiere date. Yeah! I'm really excited for this. Me too. Oh my God. It's been so long. It feels like three years. Uh, two years. It was uh, before COVID. It was 2020, the beginning of 2020. Beginning of COVID, maybe? It was like, yeah. Because right they had already filmed it, I guess. Yeah. Damn, I'm so excited, so pumped. But they're pulling a Breaking Bad. They're splitting the final season in two halves. Ah. Um, the first seven episodes will start Monday, April 18th. Then it's, it's just a six-week break. It's a six-week okay. break, and then the final six episodes start July 11th. I guess that's not too bad. That's not too bad. It's not like Breaking Bad, where it was it was quite a long break. <laughs> but it was still in the same year. Yeah. Yeah. Six weeks isn't that long to wait. Nah, that's fine. And then Hulu that announced that Futurama will be coming back with new episodes. Really? I like Futurama. Me too. Okay. However, Variety reported that John DiMaggio, who voices... Bender may not return due to contract negotiations not going well. And fans have been very vocal on social media calling for a boycott if Bender is recast. Well, I mean, if Bender isn't the same voice, I mean, it's not going to be the same Futurama, to be honest. 
All right, guys. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll audition to be Bender. Maybe. I'm not going to watch it, though, Andrew. No. But no, I mean, how can well, you? Well, it's like, it's like if you did The Simpsons and there was a new Homer. Right. I mean, you can get Fry and Leela, but do you have contract neg- uh, dispute against Bender? Yeah, get no. the fuck out of here. Right. Yeah. Fix that. Come on, guys. They have to. You can't do it. I'm without. sure they will. Yeah. Also, um, according to what's on Netflix.com, they reported that all of the Marvel Defender series uh, will be removed from Netflix on March 1st. So goodbye to Daredevil. Goodbye to Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, The Punisher, and The Defenders. Oh, I thought just the Defender series. No, like The Defenders, like all of them. Oh, the whole universe. Yeah. Oh, no. But this is Disney's doing. The reason why those shows got canceled in the first place is because Disney Plus became a thing, and Disney was like, "No, you're not allowed to make any more of, of right. our, you know, of our content." Yeah, but so these shows will probably all be on Hulu soon. Okay. Well, I hope so. Okay, I hope it just doesn't get removed. <laughs> no, it'll go somewhere. It'll go on Hulu because it can't go on Disney Plus. Right. These shows too are dark. too dark and violent and gory to go on Disney Plus. Although. We're pretty. It's pretty much confirmed that Daredevil's getting his own Disney Plus show, but it'll probably be a on, water maybe on Hulu or something. like well, that. May, well, maybe. Well, I don't know. It seems like it's going to be Daredevil, and if that's the case, it'll be a watered down version with not as much blood or Boo. sex. Boo. So I don't know. We'll see. Well, okay. So that kind of leads into kind of what I had uh, for this week uh, about Moon Knight. So uh, Kevin Feige said that Moon Knight is actually going to be kind of uh, shattering some boundaries. Uh, Feige said he's brutal. It's been fun to work with Disney Plus and see the boundaries shifting on what we're able to do. There are moments in the series when Moon Knight is wailing on another character and it is loud and brutal. And the knee jerk reaction is we're going to pull back on this, right? No, we're not pulling back. There's a tonal shift. This is a different thing. This is Moon Knight. So if they say this is Moon Knight, they better be able to say this is Daredevil. Because Daredevil is brutal and he is someone that pushes the boundaries for sure. There's some some things in the latest episode of Book of Boba Fett that we'll talk about in a little bit that seem brutal. But they also do a clever way of not showing it not showing blood like if you watch the dark knight movie the joker kills people in brutal ways but you don't ever see it it's either the joker's point of view or they cut away you know what i mean right so it's probably that daredevil has visual blood visual sex if you haven't watched season two where he's banging electra it's she's super (laughs) she's super attractive yeah yeah I can't see that being on Disney Plus. No, they should just <laughs> fucking put it on Disney Plus and make like a code so that kids can't view it. You know, it's on For the dad's sure. account and you enter in a password. It's not that difficult. But I guess they don't want to make the fucking moms angry. I probably. I mean, it's the same way with Netflix. There's a kid's Netflix and adult Netflix. Yeah. You know, if a kid is watching The Punisher on Netflix, that might be the parents' fault. Right. You know? Of course. <laughs> Exactly. But, and I'm not saying this about all moms, but the, the moms that Most freak moms. out about this stuff, like the, the ones that go on the internet and go all crazy about this shit, like they don't want to take any responsibility. It's everyone else's fault. Right. You know, yeah. like the whole, uh, 
uh, the Janet Jackson with her boob came out, you know, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> I can't believe you made my son watch this. It was like, it was a fucking boob. Yeah. Get over it. But, um, yeah. So we'll see where they go, but I would guess Hulu. But I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of interested. Like we said, I'm, or they just like edit, edit daredevils. That's like, <laughs> that'd be, that, that would be terrible. They edit out the blood. They edit out the sex, put it, Punisher on Disney Plus, it'd be like three minute episodes. No, it would be the South Park joke where they replaced all the guns with. Uh, remember in Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yeah. Where what they replace it with? Walkie talkies. <laughs> <laughs> Punisher with the big ass walkie talkie. Yeah. <laughs> or Max TV did a sketch a long time ago. The Sopranos. They're like now the Sopranos on regular television, and like the episodes are only two minutes long. And they would like cut away right as they're about to kill someone. It, yeah, it was it was funny. That is funny. Um, you have anything else? Uh, that's pretty much all I got this week. Uh, but I'm really interested in Moon Knight. Moon Knight. The first episode is going to be March 30th. So nice. we're going to be picking up Moon Knight in a little bit over a month. You know, peace. Okay, Boba Fett ended. Peacemaker's ending soon. We have we're gonna have to figure out something in between from now until Moon Knight. We might have to watch South Park. No! <laughs> Fans, get with us. What is interesting you out there? Mm, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, one more thing I had, and I, I put this last because it's sad, but mm. about Bob Saget's death, um, they said it was going to take a while. Well, right. Uh, his family released a statement saying, the authorities have determined that Bob passed from head trauma, They have concluded that he accidentally hit the back of his head on something, thought nothing of it, and went to sleep. No drugs or alcohol were involved. That is a terrible way to go. Uh, Peaceful, I would imagine. But, yeah, Jesus. That sucks, man. He must have had a concussion or something like that. So that's very important. When you're concussed, you don't want to fall asleep for like four hours. And he was alone, so. Yeah, and you don't have anybody that can check on you. That's... uh, that's t- that's that's terrible. Yeah, you almost wish drugs and alcohol were involved. Yeah, I mean, like not, but like, well, no. So that there's sort like some type of reason, you know, instead yeah. of just like random. It's chaos. such a random thing. You like, you know, we do it all the time. We we hit our heads on stuff, and you think nothing of it, but right, you could die from it. Right. Yeah. Fucking sucks, man. R.I.P. Bob Saget. Jesus. Yeah. Um, but all right, I guess it's time to talk about the season finale of the book of Boba Fett, starring the Mandalorian. <laughs> Luke really abandoned Grogu, huh? Luke's a piece of shit. Luke was like, you picked... The chains? The shirt? The armor. Get the fuck out of here. That seemed a little harsh from Luke, don't you think? Yeah. He just puts him in a plane and R2-D2 flies him. First of all, if droids can fly X-Wings, why did we need humans to pilot them in in the movies? Are we sure the droid piloted it and not Grogu? No. <laughs> Or maybe he's just like Anakin. He can just fly planes for no reason. Maybe, maybe. Listen, there was a couple things in this episode that happened for no reason. Okay. 
we'll get there. But no, I mean... That seemed harsh, though, that Luke just drops him off, doesn't tell anyone. Like, here you go, fucker. I can't believe Luke didn't personally drop him off. He was... I guess he was super hurt and and, <laughs> and shunned and went to go bang two tails, I guess. By the way, I've read that, you know, none of those books that they wrote about Star Wars are canon anymore, mm. obviously. But, like, in the books, Luke was married, had kids... Like in the books, Luke Luke talked about how like attachment's okay and you could love other people. Like it wasn't until George Lucas made those shitty prequels where he made the Jedi's basically priests right. that can't have sex and get married and anything like that, which mm-hmm. is so dumb. But now it's like Luke's like you can't have any attachments. You can't you can't love someone else. You can't even think about the Mandalorian. It's so stupid. Why couldn't he just be a badass in a chainmail shirt? Yeah. And a why couldn't he wield the saber and wear the armor? You can't. Why can't Jedi's wear armor? And if Luke is the if the if the Jedi's are dwindling, shouldn't you want to try to foster more Jedi's? Yeah. Instead of like someone who just kind of likes someone. Oh, he will. Yeah, away? yeah. No, he will. But then he'll try to murder his nephew <laughs> in in fifteen years or whatever. Fuck. Uh, so that that was a little bit disappointing, but it did bring. Our two favorite characters back together. Well, they had to figure out a way. It was just kind of a silly way to do it. But. Is that like the greatest love story on TV right now? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> a plutonic love story, but a love story nonetheless. Well, platonic. It's like his, it's his child. Yeah, that's, that's all what it I mean. is. Yeah. But um, we have Cad Bane in here again. Cad Bane sounds like an evil Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I was wondering who played Cad. Is Cad Morgan Bane. Freeman? No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, no, but I mean, it sounded, he had an awesome voice. I liked it. Yeah, but. So, okay. So my whole thing is uh, the voice actor was Corey Burton. Hmm. For Cad Bane. That does not look like someone that would be as badass as Cad Bane, but I guess they never do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my whole thing is, okay, so they're in the city of Mos Espa, right? Mm-hmm. And yet. They can't get any of the people from the city of Mos Espa to fight with them? No, they have to all... wait for the people for Freetown? Yeah, they're all pussies, I guess. I, I, I guess. It it makes no sense. And then the, the I, I guess the only people that live in Mos Espa are the gangsters' families or something <laughs> like that? I don't, I don't no, understand. No, it's no. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Dumb, 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 dumb. Yeah, dumb, you had dumb. to do it. So, yeah, Cad Bane shows up. He tells Boba Fett, you know, uh, I paid a visit to the marshal. And he's like, ah, fuck. And then Cad Bane tells Fett that the Pike Syndicate killed the Tusken Raiders and framed the biker gang. And tries to go to Mendo. Earlier, the Pike Syndicate guy's like, well, there's there's no more of them. And Cad Bane's like, are you sure there's no more Tusken Raiders? And I was like, oh, they are going to come back. I thought so, too. But no. But no, they killed them all. They killed every last single one of them, which is pretty fucking sad when you think about it. But yeah, this. they framed a biker gang. They they killed them. They framed a biker gang. Yeah. And so Boba Fett just got cold blood murder on his hands. Exactly. So so another this and also another person, because Cad Bane goes, yeah, you're going soft in your old age. So continuing the fact that everyone in the show says that Boba Fett is soft. Yeah. Or weak. Or and Boba Fett, shouldn't lead, whatever. He, Boba Fett even says, we all do as we get older or whatever. We're all not as hard. 
I'm not hard anymore. So he tells Cad Bane he's not negotiating. Um, and the other mobs turn on Boba Fett, even though they said they wouldn't. And they attack his people. The, the fucking teenage cyborgs are so cringe. But at least some of them died. At least there's fewer yeah, of them. We're thinning them out. We're thinning them out. As the series goes on, and then the, we'll be left with The none. Gamorians were really done wrong. They just got pushed off a cliff. So. Yeah. They deserved better. They did deserve better. And then Fett tells the Mandalorian, like, well, you should leave because I'm fucked. And Mando's like, no. I gave you my This is the way. And it's like, well, you're not even a Mandalorian anymore, technically. Right? They stripped him of his Mando status. (laughs) Mando status. Give me your Mando card. Okay, here you go. Yeah, this is the way. This is the way. Yeah, yeah. So it was cool to see Mando and Boba flying together while they were shooting the syndicate. But then they start to get overwhelmed. But the people of Freetown show up to help, but no Marshall. And we're meant to think that he's dead. I did think he was murdered. Yeah. In cold blood. That's what he... He was murdered in cold blood. (laughs) And uh, Chrysanthemum was jumped earlier, but you know they couldn't kill him. I was like, he's way too cool. They can't kill him. I I will say, I mean, he, he did get some revenge in the end, but... I was waiting this entire series for Black Chrysanthemum to like just just go ham. Yeah, just he really didn't be amazing. Yeah, and he was kind of underwhelming. Right, kind of underwhelming. Yeah, that's true. Uh, then we have giant droids with shields, and not even the dark saber can get through their shields. And these droids were terrible. They, yeah, they were. Ter- they couldn't hit anybody. No. <laughs> They were fucking terrible. They're fucking worthless. <laughs> worthless. Awful. But it took them a while to beat him. The mechanic showed up with Grogu, and Grogu gave Mando a big hug, and he's wearing the armor, and it's really sweet. He was like, oh, heart filled. And then everything seems hopeless, like they're all going to die. But then Boba shows up riding the Rancor. Out of nowhere. And the Rancor is strong, stronger than the Dark Blade, or the Dark Saber. Yeah, because it's strong enough to break through the droids' shields, and one of the droid, one of the droids was about to kill Mando, but Grogu used the force to stop it, and then the Rancor ripped it apart. I mean, and um, they just took a bolt out of it, right? Basically, then it couldn't walk anymore. But it was satisfying seeing the Rancor eat someone. It was satisfying to see him finally ride it. My only complaint is, I mean, like, how did he get it? I mean, like, you know. How did he even learn? We yeah, never we never saw, saw any. Series. We didn't see Machete Machete no. teach him. He just where's him Machete? Off. By the way, he probably Rancor probably he probably ate got, him. He probably, <laughs> got probably ate him. <laughs> got too fucking close, I guess. But like, yeah, he's on the Rancor, and then Cad Bane just is like fire, and the Rancor's like fuck. Uh, yeah, fuck. Exactly. The the Rancor. Is, what the fuck, man? What is that? The, is that fire? Fuck. Boba's like settle down, Rancor, and Rancor's like. Fuck you, man. I'm out of here. The Rancor is going ham for like 20 minutes, destroying <laughs> things, the city, ripping monsters, uh, ripping the droids in half. Yeah. And then just a little a little match. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Shit. I can't do fire, player. Fuck this shit. <laughs> he bails. And then Cad Bane defeats Boba in a duel, and he's about to just finish him off. He's about to shoot him in the face, but he talks too much. Villains problems. They yeah. give that fucking monologue. You know it's coming. This is such a weird thing because like Boba's just laying there. He's like, I'm dead. 
And then he just knocks Cad Bane down and stabs him to death with the Raider yeah. staff. Yeah. Got to bring back memories. Right. And where did that staff come from? He had it in his backpack the whole time, I guess. He had it in his backpack? His, back, his door of the Explorer backpack. <laughs> okay. Uh, then the Rancor starts destroying the city, and Mandalorian tries to stop him. Mandalorian blows, blows fire in his mouth. Now, earlier, right. he was we, we just talked about how the Rancor was like, fuck that shit. This time, no big deal. Not only that, so uh, so all the humans and that the, the mods, they all watched... The Rancor helped them defeat the droids. Yeah. And now they're all shooting the Rancor. shooting him. And Mando's like, you fucking idiot teenagers, stop shooting him. (laughs) You're just making him mad. Yeah. Terrible. So the Rancor is about to kill Mando, but Grogu walks right up to the Rancor and uses the force to make him go to sleep. Go to sleep. And then he curls up right next to him like a fucking dog. Yeah. It was so beautiful. Yeah. Meanwhile, Shand brutally murders the Pike Syndicate leader and the other mob bosses and then <laughs> hangs the mayor. But again, that's what we were talking about earlier where they don't show... Like, you just see the mayor's feet dangling. Right. Well, not only that, like, one of the scenes uh, earlier uh, during the Rancor, Rancor fight, you see the Rancor, like, smash one of the pikes, mm-hmm. but you don't see, like, the the pike just explode into, like, Right, ghoul and you know he, he mesh and all that. He just his... disappeared in the ground. So yeah, that was a brutal scene. But you know, and he also ate one of the pikes and just kind of swallowed him down. Yeah, you know. But like you said, they did a good job of hiding yeah. the terribleness. Yeah. So I imagine that's what Moonlight will be. But we'll see. Because we'll you don't really see blood. No. On this show, Which or is any weird, because none of them have blood. I mean, you can't show any green green jizz or whatever it is. Jizz, Not, like you know, like maybe jizz. You think blood and jizz are the same? Maybe aliens don't have blood; they have jizz or something. I, I don't jizz. know. I don't know what flows through aliens' bodies. Yeah. I'm just saying. Okay, just saying. Thanks for that. Yeah, no problem. After winning the war, Boba feels like maybe ruling the city isn't for him. Go figure. What the fuck? That made me laugh. Why did you do this whole war? Why did you do this? Why did you do this? We had eight episodes, and you finally figure out, like, you won the war for this shit. You won the war, man. (laughs) And what he hated was him having to wave to all the townspeople and bow and accept fruit. Someone gives him fruit, and he's like, here, Chrysanthemum, eat this fucking fruit. Chrysanthemum's like, yeah, all right. It was was a dumb ending for sure. Um, but the last shot before the credits, we see Mandu and Grogu uh, on the Starfighter, and Grogu's like, Rrr! and Mando's like, no, he's like, Rrr! and he's like, all right, and he flies, he makes them go super fast, and they fly away. Where the fuck are they going? They're going to uh, uh, Mandalorian season two. You mean season three? Season three. They're speeding off into Mandalorian season three. Well, obviously. So I when mean, physically, where Mandalorian season three opens, you'll see them coming out of hyperspeed. I doubt it. Probably not. Yeah, probably be somewhere already. You're probably right. Yeah, uh, but then in the post credits scene, they show that the marshal is in Boba's healing tank, and a cyborg is preparing to fix him up. So, I mean, I kind of don't like that they. It's like Marvel, where like no one ever dies, but sure. I I do love some. I do love me some Raylan Givens. Well, Cad, Cad Bane died. Cad Bane died. Maybe. And and per, well, you're right. The mayor probably lived too. 
I mean, he's probably well, the just mayor, dangling. Who gives a shit about the mayor. <laughs> he's just dangling. She just tied him up, and like he didn't actually die. He's just tied up there. Uh, yeah, no one cares about the mayor, but I do like that the marshal's not dead. Yeah, I mean. He's Raylan Gibbons. Marshall was a good character. You can't uh, kill Raylan Gibbons. Yeah, no. They need him for future seasons of... Well, they need him for a future se- series of... Uh, He'll Freetown. get his own? Freetown. <laughs> I'd rather watch that than a Boba Fett one again. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> what is, where does Boba Fett go from here? <laughs> I don't know. It was just a one-off. <laughs> no, it's not a one-off. It's not? The Marshall. We're gonna. The Marshall's not getting his own series. I didn't. I don't know if I want to see another Boba Fett series, unless it, you know, it kind of ends like this, where it brings in a lot more characters. Yeah. Because Boba Fett himself is not really that badass. No. No. Like the worst character of the show. Yeah. I enjoyed the Tusken Raiders a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was still good. Last few episodes were still very good because mm-hmm. they incorporated Mandalorian, Grogu, yeah. and. Because Luke it wasn't, Skywalker. It, it wasn't a Boba Fett series. Rosario Dawson is back and she's getting her own series. And I'm looking forward to that because I love Jedi stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. On to episode seven of Peacemaker. What a fucked up beginning. Uh, yeah, he fucked mur- up open. Kills his brother. Jesus. Uh, his dad would make them fight each other while people would bet on the winner. And he punched his brother so hard that he fucking died. I mean, you had to expect this could happen, right? It's right. in the within the realm of possibility. But instead, his dad was like, oh, you fucking idiot. You killed your brother. Well, of course, his dad's a piece of shit. Yeah, his dad's a piece of shit. And then, like, you see Cena thinking about it, or Peacemaker looking in the mirror, thinking about it, and he's crying. And as he's crying, it's like, do you really want to, do you really want to taste it? It goes into the intro (laughs) dance number. And it's like, yeah, that's James Gunn, like, wanting you to cry and then immediately laugh right after, like... Oh, you're fucking with my emotions, man. Yeah, there was some fuckery of emotions here this episode. But I love this show. Mm-hmm. I really love this show. Like, I really do. No, it's great. Like, it's fucking fantastic. I mean, every character on here is pretty fucking interesting. And it really does get better as a, as a, every episode. Like, like fine wine. Uh, we have Judo Kid just hanging out at the convenience store and... Where'd Judo Kid go? I guess he's fine. He was he shot out. in the fucking gut. Yeah, he's fine. Jesus. Um, he beats up a couple of bullies, and he even did a Fortnite dance. So I appreciate that, because oh, I am I do play Fortnite. Yeah. Oh, is that why? He's the, like the this thing or whatever. Is that why the guy in the, in the, in the store was like, pretty yeah, good? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I play Fortnite. Yeah, uh, uh, cool. <laughs> And uh, holy shit, Peacemaker's dad has an Iron Man suit. <laughs> That's what I wrote. I was like, hold on. I mean, on. yeah, it was Iron Man. <laughs> White no... Dragon is evil Iron Man. It's Iron Man. <laughs> How is it not Iron Man? Totally Iron Man. Marvel is like fucking assholes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, thankfully, Vigilante is awesome. And he hits Peacemaker's dad with a grenade. But yeah. Vigilante took way more damage. Cuts himself up, too. Yeah, yeah he probably should have died. 
Yeah, um, doesn't kill any of the of the white kill supremacists. Anyone, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucks himself up. Was he holding it when it exploded? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they were tracking Peacemaker by his helmet, so Peacemaker attached it to a raccoon, but the raccoon fucked up his that face. That was awesome. That was good. You're, you're die beard like, well, it went about as well as I thought it would go when you try to... <laughs> Attach a helmet to a record. <laughs> and it's all fucking yeah. cut up. That was hilarious. This show is just so good. It so is. good. Uh, then the butterfly cops show up and they kill Mern and, and the butterfly when he flies oh, out of him. Oh, my heart hurts. And then the butterfly has like a little moment with Harcourt, like touch they touch, touch yeah, tips. Basically. <laughs> so sad. And then Judo Kid shows up and Beats up Harcourt, but uh, Adebayo tases him until he passes out. I, I imagine he's going to finally help them in the season finale. Uh, probably. And I kind of want to see a series of Judo Master. Ju- oh, is it Judo, judo Master? Judo Kid. Or is, is it, it judo, judo Kid master? or Judo Master? I think it might be Judo Master. I think you're right. But he seems hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Uh, then the KKK guys are beating up Peacemaker, but Vigilante is busy peeing with his pants all the way down. And... <laughs> That reminded me of a coworker that I had. No, people actually do that. A grown ass adult. Yeah, well you heard you heard what Vigilante said, right? What? He said I can't pee when my, when a clothes is touching my butt. Oh yeah. <laughs> people actually do that? I've never walked into a restroom and seen someone like doing that because if I did, I'd walk right back out. Yeah. Uh I'll give you more details later. I don't want to call the guy out on it. I don't think you know who it is. You don't have to say his name. I'm not going to say his name. That's what I'm saying. I'm not. But there are people like that is what Andrew's saying. He, let's see. At the time, he was either in his late 30s or early 40s. He was a big guy. Is this Um, a coworker we know? I'm telling you, it's not a coworker that you know. Oh. I don't think so. It was not from our jobs. Oh, okay. that we worked that together. Okay. Um... (laughs) <laughs> I walk into the bathroom at work and there he is at the urinal, his pants all the way fucking down, peeing at the urinal. Now you might ask, and okay, first of all, what's wrong with you? Secondly, uh, were there no bathroom stalls? Yes, there were. There are three bathroom stalls he could have gone into to where you could pull your pants all the way down like you're fucking four years old. <laughs> I think that's how Butters pees, right? Yes, that's, that's how Butters pees in South Park. What's he making? But Butters butter? is like 10. Oh, man. This man is in his late 30s, early 40s, something like that. And he's peeing with his fucking... Well, pe- and he that's just how he always did it. <laughs> Come on, dude. And he's wearing normal pants. Like, you have a zipper. That's how it's done. And if you, if you can't find some other way to do it, go to a bathroom stall so or, you can pull down your pants or just and not sit, let everyone see your ass. Sit on the toilet if you have to do that. Well, you went to a fucking urinal. At least you can go to a bathroom stall. Close uh, the door so no one has to see your bare ass. Interesting. And th- yeah, so that was uh, that was tragic when I saw that. And, and it's now tragic to know that people actually... Yeah, but Vigilante's like a skinny guy. At least his ass wasn't like... Gr- I mean, this guy was... Oh! This guy was big. <laughs> no. So, I mean, look, I wouldn't do it either. I wouldn't want anyone seeing my ass. And he I acted mean, as I- if nothing was weird about it. <laughs> what's up, bro? Hey, yeah, what's up? <laughs> yeah, Lulu, how about Lulu. that, huh? Lulu, Lulu. 
What are you doing? Why aren't your Why aren't your pants on the floor? Jesus. No, thank you. But yeah, I had flashbacks as soon as I saw Vigilante <laughs> doing that. I was thinking of South Park. Yeah. Uh, by the way, White Dragon uh, bitch slapped the fuck out of poor Eagly. So hard. So hard that he almost died. So hard. I felt so bad for Eagly. So it killed your theory that Eagly was working for White Dragon. Yeah. Which was good because I don't know if my heart could have taken that, that betrayal. Right. Uh, then White Dragon was about to kill his son, but Vigilante saved the day again and disabled White Dragon's like power, like whatever he was shooting. His blasters. His blasters, yeah. yeah. And then the KKK guys were about to shoot Vigilante, but Die Beard uh, shot them with an Uzi. Uh, murdered everyone? <laughs> yeah. And then finally Peacemaker beat the shit out of his dad, pointed a gun at him, and his dad's like, you can't do it, you pussy, and he calls him some other words, and I'm not going to repeat. And then Peacemaker shoots his dad in the head. He's uh, dead. I was actually kind of surprised he used that word a couple times in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I have not heard that word uh, said out loud in a while. Yeah, well, that's why he's a bad guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he straight up just killed his dad. I actually didn't see that coming. No, I thought Vigilante was going to do it. Mm, yeah, or I thought beard. like he Diver. couldn't do it, and then his dad's like going to kill him, and then Vigilante pop. Yeah. But he did it. Yeah. And then uh, he's crying, and Vigilante's like, hey, man, this isn't a great time to do your face exercises. <laughs> and Dybeer's like, he's crying, asshole. Vigilante has to be, like, autistic or something like that. <laughs> Maybe. He just doesn't understand human emotions. No. <laughs> so they bring Eagly to a veterinarian clinic, and Peacemaker prays for Eagly to survive, and he does, and he gives Peacemaker a big hug. Beautiful. Yeah. So also we learned everyone now knows that Amanda Waddler's daughter turned on Peacemaker. But, you know, we still don't understand why. I guess it was like after everything was finished that the blame would be on Peacemaker for all this stuff. Yeah. That's the only reason I can. But why does I don't don't understand why a diary, why they needed a diary to do that. Right. Right. They, why not just a statement from like the head of the head of the task force or something like that. Right. It could have been a lot, lot easier, but you know, now they're all best friends again, I guess. Well, uh, Adebayo was going to quit because it was too much for her, but then she changed her mind when she saw Eagly hugging Peacemaker She's like, I witnessed a miracle. And with Mern dead, Harcourt is their new leader. And the final mission is to kill the cow because it's making the amber fluid that Mm -hmm. the butterflies need to survive. Not a cow that you would expect. They're all like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. And the veterinarians are like, we're in. That was kind of funny. And Peacemaker's like, no, you'll just die. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) That's kind of funny. I liked it. And then, yeah, the butterflies visit the cow and it's this giant, like, Jabba the Hutt-looking motherfucker. Yeah, it's like a slug with tits or something like that. A giant strange. slug. I was thinking cow. I was sorely disappointed. Well, you Not weren't disappointed. You, I mean, this is better than just a cow. Well, for sure. But, I mean, I, I meant I, I, was, I was not expecting what they gave me. Right. I was expecting moo, not yeah. blurg. But, no, I love this show. The show. I know. I don't want it to end. Season finale, we'll cover that next week. Mm. I hope they do another season. I hope this goes on. Yeah. Well, I need the spinoff series of Vigilante and Peacemaker. It's not a sp- This is the series! 
but what are you away, talking about a spinoff? From, like away, this is Peacemaker. Yeah, but and away Vigilante. from uh, a, the away team? from the team. No, yeah. we don't know. They just go off solving murders and you know solving murders. That's chaos. not what peace, Peacemaker doesn't solve murders. <laughs> well, Peacemaker, He's too stupid. Peacemaker might be doing something else now. He doesn't. They're both to, too stupid to solve murders. You know that. Yeah, they're both pretty dumb for sure. Yeah, but I mean, maybe we might be seeing a new side of Peacemaker now that you know he's kind of um, well, given up his dad's uh, identity. You know, yeah, I don't have to kill every man, woman, and child for peace. Maybe exactly. Who knows? Well, I did have to kill his dad. Yeah, but for the right reasons. For peace. For peace. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, do some fan questions and comments, uh, Jordan. How excited is Josh for Jungle World Dominion? I mean, about... A, I know what they're getting at this. Yeah. But I mean, it's about a three, to be honest. Three out of what? Three out of 30. 30? What kind of number is that? <laughs> you asked my system. A three out of 30. That's a stupid system. It gives you two thumbs up and, a, and two pinkies up. That's so much. Two thumbs up? Yeah, two thumbs up and two pinkies. Two pinkies thumbs up are, is not a three out of 30, Josh. Pinkies are both Josh. halves. Thumbs are ten. The three out of 30 is like, I don't want to see it at all. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I really don't, to be okay. honest. We haven't seen the trailer yet. Joey Montez, Pushfire Berry, great Walking Dead episodes. Oh, Spoiler alert. Okay. This is wow. years old, though. But uh, Rick Killing Shane, oh. Negan's debut, and Negan's origin story. Okay, fire Negan's origin story. Oh, Negan, the first Negan episode was really great, but I, I'll be honest, Killing Shane, yeah, Killing Shane kind of broke my heart, yeah. But it was amazing. It was amazing. Push that episode. Yeah. Now, my favorite episode, my two favorite episodes ever is the first episode ever, where it was just Rick the mm-hmm. whole time, pretty much. Sure. Because that was like a film, right. basically. And then... I've said it before, but Sophia coming out of the barn, that's like been my favorite moment. You really liked him killing that little girl, huh? <laughs> no, it was such a gut punch and a huge twist that I did not see coming at all. It was a twist. Twist. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, and if you haven't seen Walking Dead, I did just spoil it, but you had plenty of time. <laughs> it's okay. But I'll go watch seasons one through two, and you can even watch season three before it gets bad. Didn't you say the movies are coming out soon? Yeah. When? Well, I don't, no, we don't know when yet. Okay, we don't know when. But I will watch those because it's it's got the star. I'll probably it's watch got Rick. I mean, I guess I'll and have to watch those too. You will. Uh, Luis Vasquez, just listen to your uh, best action movie bracket podcast and was wondering if y'all still haven't seen The Raid. It's a very badass movie. Highly recommended. Also, Kung Fu Hustle. Uh, no, I do want to watch The Raid. We did a bracket? You didn't. We did it for... We did the New Day's best oh, action movie bracket. Right, 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 right. And the raid... Won, they they picked the raid for the winner. Hmm. Um, and everyone's saying how it's, like, awesome. So, yeah, we got to see it at some point. Pop Culture Junkie, pick three movies you would pick... Or top three movies you would pick to be able to rewatch... For the first time again for the experience. Oh, easy. Blues, Blues Brothers, that's number one. What? Number two, Super Troopers. Uh, number what? three? These are terrible choices. Number three. Blues Brothers? Yeah, I what? love... That's got, That's in my top five. Um, maybe Terminator. One or two. One. No, two. Yeah. Two, yeah. 
So, man, Avengers Endgame was so much fun. Mm. I mean, it's still one of my favorite That's movies, good. but like I saw it opening night. Mm-hmm. It was a packed crowd, like, and the cheering, like, the, the, roar at the from perfect the crowd. times. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was great. Um, another, I mean, I guess The Dark Knight again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seeing that for the first time, seeing like Heath Ledger's Joker come to life was pretty awesome. A third one. Hmm. What the fuck is this? Maybe like Jurassic Park when I was a kid. It's pretty great. Jurassic Park. Super into that. Carlos Ramirez, uh, can you guys review Euphoria? JK, it's awful. Yeah, I know that a lot of like Oh, this is the one with uh, Tom Holland's girlfriend, right? Zendaya. Zendaya. Yeah, she has a name. I couldn't remember. Uh, John, was Luke mad that Grogu chose the Mandalorian over him? He literally put him mm. in an X-Wing and had R2-D2 deliver him like a pizza. It was a step <laughs> up from sending him on a city bus just through the stolar system. Mm. Yeah, step up. Oh, come on. So terrible. Uh, Omar, serious question. Do you guys know or think there is any Star Wars Dune theories? Both movies talk about spice. Oscar Isaac is in both franchises. We find out in Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> he was a spice runner. Maybe he was going by a street name in Star Wars. Dune takes place later after Rise when they are able to legalize spice and they use it for everything. I don't know. I'm just throwing things out there. I don't think I don't think Star Wars and Dune are ever going to combine. <laughs> Probably for good reason. But no, that, that's that's kind of an interesting thing. But when, I, when, we saw, when we saw Dune and then I saw... Book of Boba Fett, I was like, there's spice in both of these franchises? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's kind of weird. So Spice. Right. How that's the main drug, and you can't think of a different name? Did you see the South Park episode where it's a Dune parody? No. And it's about Tom Brady's poop, and everyone wants Tom Brady's poop. No. And they're like, she knows about the spice, and the spice is Tom Brady's shit. No. Nah. It's pretty good. No, nah, I did not watch that. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's a pretty good one. Uh, all right. That is all for fan questions and comments. So make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Give us a five-star review. Follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Hollywood Hog Pod. Subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Hollywood Hogwash Pod. And uh, next week, we will be reviewing the season finale of Peacemaker. And? And? To be determined. The Uncharted film. No, no. Starring Tom Holland, Mark no. Wahlberg, and Antonio Banderas. Yeah. Oh, no. It's a big movie. It's not going to be good. Well, maybe not. Nah. But it has Antonio Banderas. Well, Antonio it has Spider Man. And it, it has Mark Wahlberg, but you know. <laughs> Jesus. Not looking forward to it. We'll see. I mean, at least the action scene should be Can't good. be worse than Kingsman, though. Kingsman's the bar. Yeah. The bar. The bar for suck. The suck bar. That's right. All right, we'll see you next week.